Alright, hello again everybody and welcome to our second episode of Pass, Play, or Purchase. Uh, this is your host, Kevin. And this is Leanne. And of course, thank you for listening. Um, today we're going to go over Tranquility. Uh, it's a pretty interesting game that started out as a Kickstarter that launched in 2020. Uh, something that's a seemingly simple co-op game. Uh, and the mechanics are pretty simple, actually, but of course, uh, I'll let Leanne cover that. And what it is, is it's a pretty, you know, kind of standard asymmetric information, no talking uh, type of mechanism supports up to five players. Uh, and your goal here is to navigate your ship, which is called Tranquility, uh, along with your teammates to find an island to call home. Uh, along the way, though, you might run into some obstacles and these include things uh, like sea monsters, uh, storms, and the ominously named jagged rocks. Oh no. Oh no indeed. But with your teammates uh, you should be able to accomplish your goal. So gameplay should be fairly quick. Um, if I had to estimate I would say half an hour, maybe 45 minutes. Although, of course, if you have those uh, heavier strategic thinkers in your group, your time may vary. Now, uh, when I was looking at the cost, it looks like their main, I guess what, storefront is actually eBay. Uh, and it looked like it was about $27 to purchase, uh, but that was actually dependent on the exchange rate with the British pound. Um, yeah, a little bit different. Uh, now, of course, there's other places that you might be able to source the game from. Uh, as always, of course, we encourage you to check with your uh, local game board store, just in case they have it. Uh, that being said, I'll let Leanne go ahead and take it away with the gameplay. Okay, so Tranquility, as Kevin mentioned, is a game for one to five players. Um, and it's a cooperative game in silence, so no communicating with your fellow game players, um, which to me actually sounds like the perfect cooperative game. Wow. <laughs> no, but really, um, so the game is, you know, you're trying to place these numbered tiles in a six by six grid. So that's the ocean that your tranquility ship is traversing. And the six by six grid has to be in ascending order, ascending numerical order from the bottom left to the top right. The numbers may range from one to 80. And so you have to place the number cards in ascending order from left to right in each row. And the leftmost card of a row has to be higher in value than the rightmost card of the row below. So I hope that made sense. Um, so the basic game has these numerical cards, some start cards, and some finish cards. And every player gets dealt their own stack. You draw a hand of five. On your turn, you either place a card down in that six by six grid, or you choose to discard two cards from your hand. Um, and at the end of your turn, you always draw back up to five until you, you run out of cards, and then everyone just plays until there's no more cards left to either place or discard. Um, if you place your card adjacent to another card that's already down on the table, you need to discard cards from your hand that are equal to the difference between the two cards. So for example, if there was a three down on the table and I placed a five right next to it, I would need to discard two cards from my hand in, in addition to placing that five. Um, 
once somebody has a start card in their hand, you have to play a start card in the bottom left corner, which is outside of the six by six grid. Um, and then in order to finish the game, the entire six by six grid has to be completed with the start card in the bottom left. And then the last card played has to be a finish card. So that means somebody has to hold on to a finish card until the very end of the game, just to put that basically the cherry on top once you finish the grid. I think it's good to note, by the way, that uh, when somebody plays the start card, that also triggers another round of discarding. Oh, so yes. Kind of going back to your part with, yeah, the numbers 1 through 80, uh, you can probably imagine how it's easy to burn through cards. That's very true, Kevin. Thank you for reminding me. Um, I think there is, that's where the strategy comes into play, right? Because while you want to make good use of your six by six grid and be efficient with your how you place your cards, you also um, you have to make a judgment call about the cards you're going to have to discard, how early in the game you wanna do that because it limits your pool of cards in the future. And for added fun, um, there are these mini expansions that Kevin kind of alluded to earlier. So you can add jagged rock cards that actually block off entire rows or sea monster cards that will remove cards that were already placed. There's storm cards that put other rules into play and then compass cards that remove the storms. So lots of replayability with these mini expansions as well. All right. Well, I guess uh, at this point, we'll kind of get into our, our highs and lows uh, for the game here. So for me, I'll start off with the positive. Uh, if you're into what I would call a, a schmedium uh, weight co-op. Uh, is that to a me, word? It is now. Now, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was a word before. Somebody made it up somewhere, right? So I, I have no idea. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a schmedium weight uh, co-op game. Uh, you can't see her face, but I'll use the word schmedium throughout this uh, episode as much as possible to elicit more reactions from her. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, it should have a lot of appeal uh, if you're into that type of schmedium weight game. Uh, as an example, for us, our group likes Hanabi on a co-op, and I would say that that's pretty similar in weight. Um I mean, right, it's something where mechanically it's relatively straightforward, but there is some behind-the-scenes strategy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to me, that that is one way to look at it as a good fit. Uh, the other part is I did like the artwork. Uh, it kind of reminded me of Machi Koro just a little bit. I mean, Machi Koro is a little bit brighter overall in tone, uh, but I guess what I mean is that a little bit of a cartoony, but not... Uh, it, it, it's hard to describe, actually. I don't know. Look it up. Schmedium, good co-op game. You'll probably find tranquility. No. Um, and the other part is kind of like if you're listening to our previous episode of Seven Wonders. Uh, one of the things I'm a fan of is this is another one where it's pretty easy uh, to teach and pretty easy to learn. So, you know, again, while there is definitely some strategy to be good at the game, it's relatively fast to pick up and play. Uh, and then the last part is there's actually a lot of replayability, which Leanne was kind of alluding to earlier, um, because yeah, you have all of these different mechanics that you can add and adjust as needed for your group. So pretty cool. Now, uh, some words of caution. Well, I mean, again, the shopping around can get a little bit strange and you know, obviously that's not necessarily a bad thing, but just uh, to me, it's to do your homework. 
uh, trying to track down a copy if you find that this appeals to you. Um, from a gameplay standpoint, like any other uh, silent game, it is fairly easy to accidentally table talk. Uh, and it doesn't even need to be a verbal table talking, you know, from doing the ah oh, or the hmm, you know, to it could just be a facial expression, right? Uh, that might kind of give away what you're thinking or, or how you're feeling about a potential play. Uh, obviously not a deal breaker, but, you know, uh, in this line of the, the medium weight, uh, you know, asymmetric information, something to, to worry about. And then, you know, again, if you are looking for a heavy uh, co-op, this is definitely not it. So for me, kind of a heavier uh, co-op would be like your Gloomhaven. Uh, it's probably my quick example. Ba basically what I mean is, you know, number one, the game will take a little bit longer, right? Because of uh, uh, the strategy, you need to see that play out. But right, because you need to see the strategy play out, uh, your effects, um, sorry, the effects of your plays will snowball pretty heavily. Uh, don't get me wrong, it happens here um, just a little bit. And again, that's what makes it medium weight. Um, but it's not where it's going to just be a long, drawn-out uh, cascade. So that's pretty much my quick take on it. Uh, and I'll, I'll hand it over to Leanne. Thanks, Kevin. I agree with you. This game is beautiful. Uh, really check out the artwork. Big shout out to the artist who made this. I think it's it's really pleasing to look at, um, very nicely drawn, um, and it is a really elegant game design. I think that it's simple mechanically, as Kevin mentioned, but it's a very pleasing kind of puzzle to solve that has a lot of replayability. And that might be a surprise for some of our listeners because in, you know, that was kind of my words of caution with Seven Wonders that I got tired of the, you know, drafting cards and then playing cards. Um, and that was the only thing that you could do on your turn. Tranquility certainly has very simple mechanics as well. But I think that um, maybe because of the cooperative nature of the game, dare I say, I actually enjoy the simple mechanics more. And I'm not usually one who likes co-ops. Um, I think why I like this cooperative game and why, why, are, why I like Hanabi as well is because those are still cooperative games where you make your own individual decisions. So because there's no communicating, you are cooperative in the sense of having a shared goal, but you don't have to debate and decide by committee and do those things that personally for me really slow down a cooperative game or make it sometimes more complicated when you just want to have fun and do stuff. Um, and then I think the mini expansions really do offer a lot of replayability because you can choose to do the basic game. And I think there's still a good challenge there in terms of determining which number you're going to place where in the grid. And then if you want to, you know, jack up the uh, difficulty, add in some of those expansions and give yourself even more of a challenge. Uh, as far as words of caution, I actually don't really have any. Now, with the big caveat that uh, we've only played this game right now in its digital copy on Board Game Arena. Um, so I can't speak to, you know, the physical components or how it actually, you know, feels and looks in person. I don't know if there's any words of caution there, but um, it's, I think Tranquility is a great game, fast to learn, fun to play, uh, fun to play over and over again. 
Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a great summary. And just to kind of also clarify, while we have been playing the digital copy, uh, the artwork that they have been using does match uh, the artwork from the physical copy. I mean, obviously, it'll appear slightly different with anything, right, that you're looking at uh, on a digital format versus a physical format. Um, but yeah, I, I would not expect to be let down there. So yeah, I uh, want to throw that out. And actually, I do want to reiterate Leanne's point about where, yeah, one of the nice things is this is not a co-op by committee. Uh, I think a lot of us who've played a handful of co-op games uh, have, have been there, done that, uh, and it definitely can sap the, the fun out of a game, right? If it's something that you really could just play almost by yourself uh, or, you know, people get a little bit too pushy with each other, all right, it just kind of takes the, the co-op out of the co-op. So, yeah, great, great points. Um, you can probably guess where our decisions are headed here, but, hey, we got to make it official, right? So, for me, um, I mean, number one, I do want to say I'm thankful it is on Board Game Arena. So, hey, if you're playing on there, definitely check it out. Uh, but this is something that I'll be looking at purchasing a physical copy of. Cool. Well, I'm glad that I will be seconding that purchase decision and then we will have our own physical copy to play together. Awesome. Well, there you have it, everybody. That's all we got for this episode. As always, thank you for listening. Hopefully we'll catch you on our next one. Thank you.